Everybody, how's everybody doing? Good. Everybody have a happy new year? Anybody stay up too late last night? Besides me, those football games went six hours way too long. Um, just for the, especially the Georgia one. Who, anybody in here pulling for Ohio State? Everybody raise your hand. No? Okay, a few of you. So I am, uh, as, as uh, Pastor Greg said, I'm Pastor Jeremy. I am the student pastor here. Um, I am not as cool as Pastor Will, so you won't hear any movie quotes or movie illustrations or um, song illustrations, right? Um, sorry, it's just I'm not as cool as him yet. Now, he's given me some books to read up on that I can get there one day. Uh, but so when they said, hey, you're going to, um, so I got here in, in, I guess, end of October, and they said, hey, you're going to preach January 1st. And I was like, okay, I've, I've done students. I've never really taught big churches, as I like to call it. And so um, bear with me today. Um, I, I might stumble a lot. I, I, I'm learning. We're, we're growing together through this, okay? And so uh, when, the, when they told me, hey, you're preaching Jeremy first, like, hey, you can preach what Pastor Jeremy over at, the, um, at East Campus is preaching. You can do whatever you want. So I, I, I did what you should do as, as a pastor and pray, hey, God, what do you want me to teach? And so he's given me a couple things that's for me, but I'm going to give them to you as well. Um, and so what do you usually do at the beginning of the year, right? You, you kind of do two things. You reflect on the past year, right? And you set goals usually for the next year. And so me and my wife, if, if you're friends with us on Facebook, you saw, we went, to, uh, we do, I guess it was this four years now, we, we get away right after Christmas just the two of us, no kids, because um, they like to throw monster trucks like they're doing right now. Um, <clears throat> they get away and just kind of reflect on the past year and then set goals and, and refocus for the, the coming year. And so when we reflect on the past year, we kind of look and see, hey, how'd this year go, right? Um, for, for this year, for this past year, 2022, it was not on my bingo card that um, number one, I was going to be a youth pastor somewhere at a different church. And number two, now I was going to be a youth pastor in, still in Bowling Green. It's a pretty cool opportunity, but that's something that I didn't expect to happen. All right, so we reflect on the highs and the lows, right? Some, some good things, some bad things, some wins, some losses, but we always reflect on the past year. And most of us do that, right? You kind of think, look back and think, and, and memories come up on your phone. Uh, my wife the other day, or yesterday, I guess it was, was sitting on the couch, and you have the videos that show up of, of all the photos you've taken of the past year and how much the kids have grown. You just kind of reflect on that past year. And so each one of us, probably we need to reflect and see and grow, hey, what did we do last year? Where can we get better? Where can we get closer to God? Uh, 2 Corinthians 13 says this, examine yourselves and see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves, right? Look at yourself and see how close you are to God. See if you're doing what he wants you to. Some of us start the year off strong. Some of us stumbled throughout the year. You know, some of us had goals last year of reading the entire Bible or the New Testament, and we got through like if, if we did the Old Testament, we got through like Genesis chapter 1 and like, okay, this is way too much. I'm not doing it anymore, right? <clears throat> but we need to reflect on the past year so that we can refocus for this year. And so I debated on whether to do, you know, hey, you know, set a goal 
make this your goal for this year. But God was telling me, hey, you need to refocus some areas of your life for this coming year. So that's kind of what we're going to talk about, reflecting past year and refocusing this year. And so <clears throat> we've seen some areas where we need to refocus, but this is where we're going to be at uh, kind of today. Um, let's go ahead and pull up Mark chapter 12, if y'all want to turn your Bibles. Mark chapter 12, 28 through 34. And so I played football growing up, um, played with Chad at Warren Central, Moss and Warren Central, and played in college, played, I coached some, and every, at the beginning of every year, every season, we would start by setting our goals, refocusing, no matter what we did last year, hey, this is what we're going to do this year. And so we try to find something easy, some goal to set. Hey, you know, we're going to win these many games. Hey, when I was coaching, I want you to learn how to catch a ball because you're playing receiver, but you never caught the ball. Um, That's your goal for this year. I've only had that. I coach middle school, so I had that conversation a lot because poor things. Um, But for us in this context, there's two things that I really think we need to refocus on. And so Mark chapter 12, verses 28 through 34, and this is kind of a common one for a lot of us, says this, and one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another. And seeing that, he answered them well, asked him, which commandment is the most important of all? And Jesus answered, the most important is, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul, with all your mind, and all your strength. The second, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And the scribe said to him, You're right, teacher. You have truly said that he is the one. There is no other beside him. And to love him with all your heart and with all your understanding, with all the strength, and to love one neighbor's as oneself is much more than a whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw this, he answered wisely. He said to them, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. You look at all those verses, and for me, two things stand out. The two most important things, the two greatest commandments. Number one is to love God, and number two is to love people. And so as we refocus for this year, as you refocus your life, Think about those two things, the basic things for me, my basic principles. We got to love God and love people. So let's kind of break that down a little bit. Loving God. Psalm 63, you don't have to turn there, I'll just read it real quick. One through two, it'll be on the screens. says this, Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. As in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I've looked up upon you in the sanctuary beholding your power and glory. Loving God. As you reflect on this past year, right, if you have a relationship with Christ, did you honestly seek him, earnestly seek him? Did you thirst for him constantly? Did you do that? For me, the answer is no. Not all the time, right? I didn't always go in and say, all right, God, I want you, God, I need you. It was usually only when bad things happened that I prayed, right? Or when, when there's some things coming up that I really said, God, I need you right now. 
Specific example, when the opportunity came, the opportunity here opened up, I prayed a whole lot those few weeks, that, those few months. But leading up to that, I was just kind of going through day by day. I was reading my Bible a lot as I was preparing to come here, growing closer to him as I was preparing to come here. But that was September, October. I didn't really work on that the rest of the year. And so for me, where I need to refocus is earnestly seeking him, loving him, thirsting for him, growing closer to him. That may be the same for some of you all, right? You all may struggle with that. I, I've, I've seen some things. What's, what's a good way? What's a practical way that we can love God? A practical way that we can grow closer to him? Number one is through prayer. All right, we, we, uh, the students, we talked to this in the Bible study. Prayer is just a conversation between you and God. But the Bible also says pray constantly, right? Continue that prayer. Be in con constant conversation with God. So, to love God, you need to pray. You need to ask. You also need to listen, right? Um, prayer is a conversation. Um, I, I, I talked to my, my five-year-old that, hey, we're having a conversation. He'll just look at me and be like, I, I'll tell him some things. He'll try to respond like, no, this is a one-way conversation, right? Um, this is a me talking, you listening, nothing else. Um, you get that sometimes. You, if you're a parent, you understand but prayer is that communication between us and God. It's that the asking, the, the thanking, the praising God, and then it's just sitting there and listening. So be in prayer. It's one way to, to grow closer to God. Number two is to worship him, right, like we're doing this morning. Worship him through, through singing, through um, just being there, being in his presence, Right? So prayer, worship. Another one, a, a huge one, is reading your Bible, right? Reading your Bible. Open up the Word and, and, and read what God has done for us. Read how, how God has, has um, done great things in the past and how He'll continue to do great things. If you need some guidance in your life, a great place to find it is where? The Bible. Open up that Bible and read God's Word. That's the way you show love to Him, right? Um, we've, uh, I know there's some, some of you all in here that love to read books, right? And you all have that one certain author that you would like stand in line for like six hours and get their, get, try to get their signature on a book, Right? We would do that for a book that somebody's written just about who knows what. I don't know. Um, I don't read much. I like to watch YouTube videos. I'm sorry. Um, but, but imagine your favorite book, right? What are the characters and all of that in there? You would stand in line. You would wait to see that. You would watch the movies, right? An example that comes to mind is, is the Harry Potter movies and, and books. And people would wait for hours and days and go see the movie 15 times. The movie's 15 times over and over and over Right? But yet, when it comes to reading the Bible, they're just like, eh, I'd rather read this book. When we're supposed to be growing closer to God, when we're supposed to be 
getting to know him, we need to pick this up and read. So to refocus, maybe we need to read the Bible more and learn more from it. Another way is service, right? Another way to show is to love God is to serve one another. And we have lots of opportunities to do that. Sunday mornings, Wednesday nights, um, we have lots of different opportunities in, in the community. We, we're going to have some mission trips here coming up probably this, this, this year and next year. Lots of opportunities to serve because that shows the love of God. And that shows love to God. And the final one that, that, uh, that I kind of look at that shows, hey, we, we're showing love to God. And we're kind of refocusing is fellowship, right? Fellowshipping with one another. Um, people have asked me, you know, how's it at Eastwood? And I'm like, it's great. For the first month that I was here, you all fed me every single day. And as you can see, I love to eat, right? <sighs> Two of my favorite things, number one is football, number two is food. Um, uh, and my family, sorry. Um, <laughs> my bad. Um, but, but fellowshipping, right? Gather around, getting with each other, community groups, doing life together. That shows God love, and that shows his love to us. And so as we refocus on loving God this year, look at those things. See where you can improve, right? Back to football. I hated in college, we filmed every practice every workout, every little single thing. And then what would we do after all those things? We had to sit there and watch it, right? You had to, to look back and see what you did wrong. Even though I already knew, hey, yeah, I gave up eight sacks. Yes, I understand I did bad. I don't have to rewatch this 15 times. But you need to replay this past year in your life and see where you can refocus, see where you can get better in loving God. So, that the, the John, not John, sorry. Mark says to love God, and the second one is to love people. John 13, 34 says this, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You are also to love one another. Loving people is hard, isn't it? Loving people, loving everybody is hard, right? You have those people that just get under your skin. Um, you play nice to them, you, you're like, oh, yeah, awesome, you're great. And it's just like, ugh. As a youth pastor, I tell each kid, hey, I love them. And I truly do in certain ways. But there's some kids that just drive me up a wall, right? They do. Um, I'm not going to tell you who. I don't have any here yet. Um, but we'll, we may get there soon. I've only, I've been here a, a few months, but loving people is hard, right? And, and God says, Hey, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Let's break that down. Our neighbor, if it was just our next door neighbor, that would be kind of easy, right? You usually only have two or three people around you. You love them. That's it. Well, that's not what Jesus meant when he said to love your neighbor. It means loving everybody, Right? That means people from all over, different backgrounds, different nations, 
people that are not the same as you, people that are the same as you. you. That means your family, right? That means those those coworkers that you just like, anytime they walk in the room, you walk out of the room, right? Because God says, hey, you got to love people. And for me, the reason it's hard is because I have expectations of people, right? Of certain, certain people. Um, my son's in here, but, um, and parents, you, you understand this, right? You want your kids to act a certain way. And when they don't act that way, you get really frustrated, you get really upset, right? You have an expectation for them. And then you look around and you see a kid that's the same age doing the same thing, and you just kind of laugh and chuckle like, ah, oh, that's awesome, I'm glad they're doing that, right? And it's hard to love people the same way. That's what we're called to do. We're called to love all those people. That means being joyful when we see people, those people that probably are negative all the time. That means checking in on people, right? You know those people that are just really hard to love, but they've been on your heart for a long time. probably need to check in on them, right? Love those people. Matthew uh, 28, 16 through 20 says this. You all probably know this one. This is, this is the greatest, uh, this is the, uh, uh, what am I? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. I'll read it and it'll come to my head here in a second. It says this. It says, now the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. The Great Commission. That's what I was looking for. I was going to say the Great Commandment, but that's actually what we're talking about now. So that's the Great Commission, right? That's what Jesus tells us to do is go make disciples, baptize them, teach them, direct them. I tell our students, uh, sort of, I haven't really had the opportunity yet, but I told the students before, hey, you're, if you go to a public school, you're in one of the greatest mission fields you can be in, right? You have people from all different backgrounds, right? People that don't have the same things that you have. So you're going, right? Now you got to make disciples. Well, what's that mean? Well, you got to share God's love with them. Right, that's you got to share that <clears throat> the gospel with them. That means you've got to show God's love to them. Right? Because you can't say one thing but act a different way. Right? It, it drives me nuts when people say, Oh, I'm a Christian, but they show up to church on like uh, Easter Sunday and Christmas, right? Or Mother's Day because their mom made them. But, oh, yeah, I'm a believer in Christ. But I don't read my Bible, right? As followers of Christ, we've got to show those things. We've got to have those actions behind us. Because people look at our actions more than our words. If I say, if I say one thing, right? If I say I could dunk a basketball... What are you all going to want me to do? 
dunk a basketball. I cannot. My, my vertical is like two inches. Um, but if I say one thing, you're going to want to see it. You're going to want to see it to believe it. And as Christians, that's what we've got to do. If we say we're a believer in Christ, we say we have a relationship with Christ, that we read our Bible, that we pray, that, hey, I'm discipling somebody, people need to see it. And so we need to refocus on that, on loving God and loving people, discipling them. For some of us, that's kind of a hard thing to do. What's that mean? It's teaching them to be more like Jesus. Right? When you disciple somebody, to break it down, it's teaching people to be more like Jesus. Well, how do you find out how Jesus was? You read the Bible. Right? You walk through life with somebody. You know those people that you need to disciple. God's put them on your heart. Or if you, ha- if you don't, that's something you need to pray about. I was reading a book um, the other day on the, on the um, flight back from Chicago, and it was about discipling, and People kept popping my head, hey, you need to disciple them. You need to reach out to them. You need to do this. And I'm like, gosh, I'm not very good right now. I'm not doing well. I need to refocus, right? Because I've been trying to make this whole thing about me, and really it's about God, loving God and loving people. And so after you walk with them, after you share the gospel, the next thing is, hey, let's get them through the water and get them baptized, Right? So they can go out and make disciples. So they can go and baptize people. So as you reflect on this year, right? As you reflect on this past year, you think about all the highs and the lows. Some of us, it may have been the worst year of your life, right? You may have had a a, a loss. You may have um, lost somebody, right? You, You may have... Just things just got not gone the way that you wanted. Now's the time at the beginning of the year to refocus. Refocus your life on loving God and loving people. All right? So if you have a relationship with Christ, those are some things that you need to do. Refocus. Read your Bible. Pray. Serve. Maybe it's actually being committed to following Christ. Right? That's where you need to start. Or maybe for some of us, it's we even need to start at, hey, I need a relationship with Jesus. It's saying that I'm a sinner, that I know I've messed up and that I've done wrong. It's by believing that Jesus came to this earth, right, because we're sinners, that he lived a perfect life, that he died on a cross for all of our sins. Not just me, not just certain ones, all of us, Right? And he wants a relationship with every single one of you. He died on a cross becoming that payment for sin that we owed. And all we have to do is ask him to come into our life, forgive us of our sins. Right? And so for some of us, that's where we need to start, is by believing and receiving and going into that relationship with Christ. For some of us, that have been doing it a long time, a lot longer than me, maybe it's, hey, I need to read my Bible more. Maybe I need to go serve some more. Maybe I need to fellowship, right? I've kind of become callous. I do the same thing over and over. I need to love those people, right, that are hard to love. For some of us, maybe it's, hey, I need a relationship with Christ tonight. 
So as our worship team comes forward, I want you to think about those things. I want you, we're going to take some time to reflect. You're going to have an opportunity to reflect on your life, right? Take this week, reflect on this past year. Reflect and think about some things maybe you could do better. Some things that you did well, right? Going back to, to the football, even though we would show the same play where I gave up a sack 15 times, I might do something good. They, they'd highlight that too, right? So think about those good. Think about those bad. Think about areas that you can grow, right? Where you can love God more, where you can love people more. And then you're going to have, we're, we're going to have an opportunity uh, <clears throat> Pastor Dave and I are going to be down here. You're going to have an opportunity. If you need somebody to pray with, if you need somebody to respond, like talk to, we'll be down here. But one thing I want you all to do is, as the band's going to start playing and, and we go into a time of worship, I think a great way to start the year is to pray with your family, right? To gather around. You can do it up here. You can do it at your seat. But get your family together and pray for this coming year. Pray for this year that God's going to do great things. Pray, pray for those people that are laid on your heart. Pray that God lays someone on your heart that you need to share the gospel with. Pray with one another, right? If you know somebody's in this room that you need to pray with, do that. But I've always found a great way to start the year is to pray with your family, right? And so after I get done, I'm going to pray real quick. You're going to have an opportunity to respond. Pray with your family. If you need to come talk to us, if you need somebody to pray for you, we're up here. But let's pray real quick.